I'm Red Batsu. And I'm Timmy Tayo. If you're just joining us for the first time, this is the talk show with the announcer. Welcome to another episode of the talk show with the announcer. Okay, so today will be very, very far from the usual because we'll be having a conversation of a very, 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 amount of very vital topic like titled Be Yourself. Be Yourself. So basically, there's this thing we usually do, me and my clique in my junior secondary school days. Shout out to my homies. Don't worry, I'll still give you a proper shout out. Obviously. So we had this motto. But I call him Muto. Yes. Alright, so whenever anyone is down and um, whenever we have anything that is bothering us or someone is not really happy about something, we eventually just self. Like this is how we say it's self. You know all these <laughs> all these nonsense American accent that we used to form those days. So we just did that to encourage my girls. So my um, my girls. So shout out to my girls, Jumor, Red Lab, Kia the Wale, Damilola, the Green Roy, Shalate I love you guys. Alright, so today we have someone who'll be doing justice to this topic. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we have Prince. Adidayo Salami Abib, aka Pash. Okay, so I have with me Mr. Adidayo Salami, earlier I called him Pash, Prince Adidayo Salami Abib. You're welcome. 
Okay, so this guy has a very, very long profile. Eh? Ah, when I asked for a citation, the guy took like almost 20 minutes sending me, sending the citations to me. When I saw the mobile, can you know? Ah, I am I was scared. The profile, all long gone, is very, very long. I was like, God, I'm going to do this. Okay, so whenever we are talking about someone who loves speaking, speaking, not talking, not just talking, because there's a difference between speaking and talking. So, when you know someone that loves speaking, you will surely, surely, surely know them in their body. It's not a picture of motivational works words is a man of active words is the speaker himself the indabuski himself <laughs> okay so pass is um, a graduate of the premier university from the department of zoology he was a public relations officer in his department and um, a two-time member of the faculty representative council where he served as a cheap whip. He was also the president of his faculty literary and debating society. He had a lot of positions. I had to cut them down, like, it was so much. Mr. Pash, good day to you. Good day to you too, and good day to everyone listening. I hope we've been taking care of ourselves, and it's very good to be on the show today. Yay, how can I forget? He's the king of dry jokes. The king. The king of the kings of dry jokes. <laughs> you don't have to out me like that now, Abba. It's part of your honor, sir. We can't uh, we can't put that aside. It's very, very important. Yes, Mr. Pash has a thing for checking out on people, especially me. I'm like his baby. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, that's it. That's like very bad of me. Guys, hope you've been taking care of yourselves. You've been observing the most important things you're supposed to do during this period. Let's not forget that our health is very, very paramount. Where there's life, there's still hope, like we'll say. Okay, so today, Mr. Pash, we would love to learn from you, like your own point of view, concerning um this um sentence be yourself like what do you, what comes to your mind when you, you just imagine the word be yourself or when someone just tell you be yourself okay um when the phrase be yourself is said to someone it just points to the fact that we are all unique um, individuals and it is important to always embrace the uniqueness and not and not want to copy someone not want to entirely live a life of somebody else's life so um basically that's what that phrase means just be yourself embrace your own uniqueness work on your strengths and develop on your weaknesses and try to get better as the day goes by yeah exactly everything in this life is packaging the way you package yourself is the way people will buy your market <laughs> all right so is there any other additional thing you want to say about this before we like move to the next phase? Okay. When um not much. When the phrase is said, it is important that we take it seriously and not just um overlook it because we we make unique mistakes and when we realize that we understand that embracing ourselves, being ourselves also um encompasses embracing our mistakes and 
working on them when we ourselves we look back at where we might have gotten it wrong and try to correct it and not just um follow somebody else's templates entirely so it is always important to take that phrase seriously and not um and not just push it aside while we are living our life off somebody else's templates because at the end of the day we we have our own unique race and we need to run that race as um, best as possible. Yes, Mr. Pasha is right about his last phrase. We all have our own race to run and um, have our different ways of accomplishing our own mission because the race, the track line is very, very different. The race is very, very different. My race is different from your race. So the way we attack it, the way we put our efforts to it might be very, very different. Okay, so Mr. Pash, basically on Be Yourself, we'll be talking about self-esteem and um, confidence. So we'd like you to like explain these terms to us and um, related to ourselves our uniqueness now we would like to know um what these stems are and what they are not you know they are somewhat very very different like there are some similarities between them but they are like very very different so what are these stems and what are they not speaking on self-esteem and confidence i I think before we actually get into it, it is very important to give a disclaimer to anybody that may be listening that it is very impossible for you to totally build up your self-esteem from one podcast you are listening to. That's the truth. If you are going to work on um, building your self-esteem, this may just serve as, as that trigger, something that um, will trigger you to work on it, something that will that will propel you into that work you need to put into building the self-esteem. This cannot just be the one thing you are going to listen to and suddenly you are going to be on top of the world. You are going to feel, yeah, you have your self-worth back and things like that. So it is important to give that disclaimer that if you are really determined to put in the work to bolster your self-esteem and confidence, you have to you have to be consistent with it. It can't just be that you listen to this podcast and you and you um, expect a magic. In plain terms, confidence is basically self-assurance, reassuring yourself of your ability. Um, It's a feeling of certainty, a feeling of trust or belief in your own abilities. That's in simple language, that's what confidence is. While self-esteem is having confidence in your worth, confidence in one's worth, valuing oneself, that's what self-esteem is. The the thing is they can be used together and they are often used together really and different people use different analogies to explain these two but as um, this podcast goes i'm going to be using them interchangeably and i'm going to be speaking on self-esteem and using confidence as a foil for it um i just want us to see self-esteem as a, a house a building something that it has taken time to build while confidence is um, the furniture we put in, we just don't go into the house and start living there. We furnish it, we paint it, things like that. So confidence is that is what we use to furnish our self-esteem is the fuel that keeps it going, so to speak. So we are going to be using them interchangeably. Yeah, that was a very good one from Mr. Pash. Thank you very much. I think I said something very, very important and I want all our listeners to understand that the reason for this podcast is not to 
boost your self-esteem or boost your um to build your self-esteem let me put it that way um to like create a very good self-esteem if you are a type that is very timid this might just be to like give it a spark and i think the best thing to do is if you ever ever want to get a very high self-esteem or if you want to build your self-confidence it all depends on you thank you very much so basically being yourself is like um you like whoever you are you like the kind of life you live and how you live it regardless of people's opinion you respect yourself and definitely it doesn't mean you're selfish it doesn't mean you don't care about others it's just like you're living life according to your terms not someone's terms you're not living it the way someone else is living his own life and not imitating someone but yeah you're living your life based on your own personal terms your own personal set and rules yes i i like that one misconception about be yourself being confident having a good self-esteem is people see it as they see it as you being selfish you don't care about other people what do you have to say about this okay first off i don't think you should say that the point of the podcast is not to build self-esteem it's good if it serves as a stepping stone yeah we, we it's just important that we emphasize the point that people still need to put in work even after listening to this so it's not just going to be a miracle that okay after listening to this it pops up yes so before i go into that question you raise the valid point about self-image and almost everything about self-esteem revolves revolves um around self-image because it is important how we see ourselves how we see ourselves is basically who we are it could um, sound as a cliche you know motivational speakers and everything <laughs> but the truth is how we see ourselves is really who we are our self-image is very important so that's why we need to re-engineer our minds as um uh, our subconscious to see ourselves as important people people that people that are equal to other people you know we we could see people that are better than us and we accept that yes this person is better than i am yeah but what we shouldn't do is to write ourselves off completely that oh no i can't i can't even match up to this person yeah you know we have our own strengths people have their own weaknesses our own strengths could be somebody else's weaknesses so there's somebody else's weakness rather so when we embrace that when we understand that we see that yes i could be better than this person yet too so our self-image is very important in building self-esteem so it is important um how we see ourselves because how we see ourselves is what is um what we are and it really propels us into building our self-esteem so um to answer the question no i don't think um living on your own terms translates to being selfish no i don't think so because living on your own terms is basically having peace of mind with how your own race is going you know understanding that your own race is unique and you don't need to copy someone you don't need to feel low because somebody is 23 and they've gotten they've already bought a house and a car and you you are 24 still trying to put two and two together so i think that is living on your own terms it doesn't translate to being selfish or being arrogant you get so i don't think those two can go together so living on your own terms is understanding your own uniqueness and embracing 
your own uniqueness, understanding that you have a race that is peculiar to only you. You you alone understand the context um, that, that are involved in your own situations. So you live with that and you embrace it. So that is living on your own terms. Being selfish is, is a different thing entirely. Thank you so much, Mr. Pash. Thanks for the correction. The purpose of this podcast is to, it serves as a revenue. It's not like this podcast will just bring out the thing in you. Okay, it's just going to, like I said, it's just going to help you push further. Okay, um, Mr. Pash, the next question is we want to try to relate self-confidence and self-esteem to this present world now okay it's to me it looks more like children of those olden days had um, a lot much when when there was no social media or technology then children of olden days had a lot more self-esteem like there was this confidence they could face anybody immediately but I think um, technologies these days has um, brought a lot of timid children because everybody has everything they need there's no need of going outside there's no need for going outside all the time you're always indoor probably with your iPhone probably with your computer or your laptop and then you're just doing your thing inside and you eventually decide to like be be yourself being alone being a loner should I speak it like that just yourself and then when you eventually get to the outside world people see you as you know the art type like they used to say um boti not paco tickets like boti and what do you think about that kind of scenario okay i think i i actually understand this point and first off i can't talk about the olden days now ever um i did not witness the olden days so i'm going to talk about the times we are in genuinely um these times now the world generally is actually designed right now to shoot our self-esteem down now let me explain how now for example, you open up, you open a blog now, and you post say um, fashion items. You just see someone from nowhere. They just come on your blog and try to rubbish whatever you are selling, and those things would arm our self-esteem. Or you put out things, say um, even down to motivational quotes. Really, say every Monday you put out motivational quotes. You just see someone that will message you that. Why do you like? putting up motivational quotes like do you think it's helping anybody so things like that it could be a bad review it could be it could be um a it could be a bad review from your boss it could be a bad review from your friend it could be anything really so the world generally right now is designed to arm our self-esteem it's just important that we as individuals we learn to focus on the positives we do not amplify the negatives and forget about the positives because to every negative comment they are positive comments too so and it's actually something that doesn't sit well with me when we as individuals decide to amplify the negative comments alone and not think about the positives for example now you put up a picture on say instagram and 10 people tell you ah you are looking very beautiful you are i like your hair i like your i like your sandal things like that but one person comments and tells you Ah, this picture is very ugly. Why did you decide to put it up? And you forget about the 10 people that have told you the picture is very nice and you amplify the 
one person that give you a negative comment and you you start talking about it and you start thinking okay was this picture really ugly what, um, what was actually wrong with the picture so as individuals really we need to learn to focus on the positive it's not as if we shouldn't check the negative because sometimes those negative comments could be actually could be something we could work on and get better at but we need to focus on the positives really when people give us positive um, recommendations when people give us positive feedback focus on them learn to learn to amplify those positives not amplify just the negative comments that you say when you amplify negative comments alone they play with your mind you keep thinking about them and at some point you start self-doubting you start thinking about what you are doing and if you're actually doing it correctly and if you need to stop so you lose motivation and at the end of the day you realize that you are where you are and you are not progressing and your self-esteem is at an all-time low so we need to focus on positives and do not amplify the negatives so to your second question Yes, I agree with you that um, technology generally has has, um, limited human interaction. Yes, I agree with you. And it's one of the downs of technology. It was inevitable and it is going to get worse. That's the truth. More social media networks are going to get created. The ones we have now are going to get interesting. A limit on human interaction is a negative and we shouldn't focus on that alone. Because what those things have done to us, they cannot even be spoken about. They are too numerous. Do you understand? So, it is a disadvantage. But that disadvantage is not enough to say it has really armed self-esteem. Do you understand? I don't think it is enough. Because even as we are, there are this same technology can be employed to get better at this time thanks to this same technology we are recording a podcast do you understand thanks to this same technology anybody could pop self-esteem on google in their room and read different notes from different people thanks to this same technology anybody can enter youtube and listen to different people talk about this same topic so i just think what we need to do is to employ this technology in a way that helps us as individuals really yeah one thing can make you and one thing can mar you so it depends on your choice on what it depends on your choice so is it that you choose the one that the thing that makes you or you choose the one that marks you okay all right so thank you so much mr detail before we go to the next round we'll be taking a short break Girl, you make me loco. You play me like a loto. All you want is my dodo. I even buy you moto. Oh no, oh no. You say you want a lolo, but why you leave me go go? See now I am solo. Oh no, it could have been something different. You say you want money, baby. Oh. We could be loving my honey, kissing and cuddling, life in Miami. Welcome back. We're still talking about be yourself, basically self-esteem and confidence. So I will give a little recap. We've been saying it's all about the way you carry yourself. Everybody has their own uniqueness. So there are things that can pull down your 
self-esteem and there are some things that can help you build up your self-esteem so you have to live your own life based on your own terms based on your own opinion based on your own choices so you have to make look for things that will make you and not things that will destroy you nothing that will bring the things that will bring down your self-esteem okay so we still have um, mr didayo with us and mr didayo will be telling us how essential these two are in the society what level do we have to get to to what level do we have to stop building our self-esteem or confidence so um if i get the question right the question is how important is it in the society okay i think it is very important that as individuals we have self-esteem and because that's to a very large extent help us build a better society we need to be better communicators to be able to do certain things and there's no better way to do that than having self-esteem because when a lot of people are short on self-esteem they tend to they tend to see themselves as not enough to talk with the other person to um, convey their ideas to to pitch what they have in mind do you understand it's it actually makes people live within a shell and when we have a lot of people living within a shell in a society we do not have a society that grows the backbone of a society is seeing people's ideas come to life and people working with that idea profiting off it give um, gaining new ideas getting critics working on working on those criticisms and being better at everything they are doing so it is very important for the society in general um, to have individuals that have self-esteem or that have worked on their self-esteem because when we do not have that then we do not have a fully functional society can we like say someone that lacks confidence is regarded as sluggish because honestly if you have confidence and um, if you're when you have confidence you you feel smart you get you feel you look smart and people are like okay even though you know you are not saying the right thing but at least the boldness is there what do you really think can we compare lack of self-confidence to being sluggish not smart honestly i love someone that is very very smart she gets especially babies when babies that are really really smart like i am very very happy when i see a kid like that he's very very smart do you think confidence is the same thing as being smart so let me start from the first question can we say someone that is low on self-esteem is can be referred to as sluggish uh no i think the antonym for confidence is timid so we can refer to them as being timid not being able to to express their ideas or opinions convincingly i think that is what we can say in that context not being sluggish being sluggish is not that mentally or we can see they are being timid they are not expressing their ideas in a convincing way or in a proper way so to your second question no we should not equate those two things you can be very smart without being confident yes those two can occur together
you can be very smart lacking confidence confidence is being is being able to that even if you are saying nonsense you are still saying it convincingly do you understand you are convincing with whatever you are saying you can't sell anything you you have belief in your own abilities you believe and trust in your abilities do you understand so that's confidence and what being smart is being knowledgeable about whatever you are talking about or whatever you are studying or whatever you are writing on so you can be very smart you can be a very good writer without lacking confidence so in all you're saying that one can be smart and not be confident and at the same time you can be smart and you can have this confidence right yes um as you have said we can be smart and be confident together yes both of them can also exist together so yes oh yeah so we have three questions down to the end of the show i trust that's been a very very interesting one i've learned a lot of things and um corrected my misconception about self-esteem and confidence and i hope you also have all right so miss adida are you ready for the last three questions yes i'm ready for the questions okay so while i was preparing this topic i asked around what people would like to know about self-confidence and self-esteem and then i got a question where does self-esteem or self-confidence come from okay where does um, self-esteem come from in answering that question it is important to say that nobody is born with limitless self-confidence at all if someone exhumes confidence it is because he or she has worked on building it for years so nobody is given birth to with a high level of self-confidence sometimes it is our environment it is how we have grown up it is the things we've been exposed to while growing up that actually influences our self-esteem the interactions we've had the things we have watched the things we have read those are the things that influence the level our self-esteem is so it comes from everything we do it comes from the things we read it comes from the things we expose ourselves to it comes from the things we listen to the people we listen to our environment generally and those are influences but we can also take control of building our self-esteem by being conscious about it setting personal boundaries going online to learn more about how you can build it and be better at it so it is important to uh, emphasize that nobody is born with limitless self-confidence and everybody has had to work on it over time so that is how you can handle that self-confidence self-esteem is not an an heavenly departing gift it's a result of influence and it's a result of consciousness of your hard work the result of what you've built in yourself all right so um another question the second question is can this two be faked that can self-esteem be faked can self-confidence be faked no i don't think it can i think you either have confidence or you don't there's nothing like faking it there's no way you want to fake confidence if you can successfully fake confidence then you have confidence 
Do you understand? So there's no way you can fake it. You either have it or you don't. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Honestly, I thought there was a way to like there was a way of faking confidence. Okay, okay, what what do we now call call it you know, there's some points there's some certain situation we get you to like probably whenever the dreadful lecturer the lecturer you always get scared of of calls you into their office and you're like, God, how would this man even call me? You know, you keep your shivering attitude, your scared face and everything and you just walk in and you're like, Good afternoon, I sense for me and blah 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 blah. Then you fully realize you are scared of that person. Is it not a sign of faking it? And in another way, it actually looks like you really, really have that confidence that you know that is not there. What would you say about that? Okay, I think I understand it better now. Having confidence does not negate being scared. It doesn't totally cancel it out. You can be scared, really. You can... I, I always... Whenever I take um, sessions on confidence and nerves, because I get to take that a lot because of public speaking and stuff like that so nerves are not they are natural nerves everybody gets nervous that's the truth anyone that tells you okay before a big day or before i go in front of thousands of people to speak i don't get nervous that person is lying because we all get nervous it is what is important is how you get right how you how you take control of your nerves and channel it into performing very well so we all get scared when as you as you have said in that analogy that when say a lecturer calls you into his office to ask you a question and you are thinking of what you might have done to warrant that so you are scared at that moment you are nervous because you don't want to get in trouble and when you now engage that lecturer and you engage the lecturer properly you have successfully channeled your nerves into performing very well. So it's just nerves and being scared. They are natural. Nobody will tell you, okay, you are not confident because you are scared. No, you are nervous, you are scared. But what is important is reassuring yourself that you can perform very well, that you trust in your own abilities. Thank you very much for that clarification. Okay, so earlier you spoke on how to increase self-confidence and then you said the main work is you yourself, working on yourself to build your confidence, to increase your self-esteem, to increase your self-confidence. So do you think meditation can increase self-confidence? truth is, I don't actually know enough on meditation but i've read from a lot of people that it helps with a whole lot of things it helps with being better at a lot of things that you do so i would like to assume that if you if you engage in meditation that it could help you but truth is i i don't know enough about meditation and how it can help exactly but what i can say is that in getting better when you actually go online and you want to read stuff on it, you see different um, sites that have different plans. Some will tell you a five-week plan of getting better at your confidence. 
level self-esteem stuff like that you see different plants but one thing you'd realize that when you read on it there are certain things that almost every one of them keep talking about and the first thing is your self-image how you see yourself is very important because you can never be who you think you are not never everything comes from your subconscious how you see yourself inherently also being in charge of your inner critic you know there there are certain times that whenever we pitch an idea to ourselves we think about it whether we think out loud or something there's a voice in us that tells us okay i don't think it should work like this no i don't think it makes sense so that is your inner critic now there are certain times that that inner critic goes untamed that it starts shooting down every single idea you have now that is when you are not in charge of it it brings self-doubt you question your own abilities what is important is you tame it your inner critic can be very constructive that okay i don't think it will work like this make it better that's why you have to be in charge but when it goes untamed it starts shooting down every idea you have no that no 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 i don't think this one is good enough you you are not even good enough you you don't have any ability to make this work so you start believing it it is very important that we are in charge of our inner critic we do not let this subconscious this part of our subconscious go untamed you know there's there's something called cognitive behavioral therapy and it helps you question your inner critic very well what it really does is it looks for evidence to support or oppose whatever your inner critic is saying the third thing is to always take note of positives and i mentioned it earlier that when we don't take note of our positives we lose track of them and we try to amplify the negative things because if there's anything i've come to realize is that the negatives tend to stick more because we sort of pay attention to it so we lose track of our positives so i i always advise people to always take note of even the very small wins when you have small wins take note of them if you keep a diary put those things in your diary so that times when you feel down maybe you receive a reject mail you can go back to your diary look at your small wins look at your big wins and have confidence that yes you can do these things again to take note of your positives we help you from getting down and arming your own self-esteem at some point in time that's the third thing the fourth thing i'll talk about is render help to people now this is a very funny one because when we say render up to people, a lot of people say, a lot of people think, okay, just um, dash somebody money or some. Yeah, that can be included, but it's it has actually um it has actually been proven that when you render up to people, when you help them complete a task, you take the attention away from yourself, and you understand that everybody needs help sort of now when you render help to them you realize that you have the ability to actually help someone succeed at something and when that is there you see that you have the ability to succeed on your own too so it's just something that helps with the realization that one everybody's flawed and everybody needs help and two if you are good enough to render help then you are also good enough 
to help yourself do you understand so that's the fourth step creating personal boundaries okay i mentioned this in person earlier it's very important to create personal boundaries even for example on social media you need to build a space that helps your own soul if you see that somebody arms your self-esteem don't try to make them exist in your space by fire by force cut ties with them really if they arm your self-esteem cut ties with them move with people that give you that give you that vibe that you want people that motivate you to be better do you understand so it's very important that we have personal boundaries on social media we need to follow people that align with our spirits people that don't always put out negatives every time when i say negative i don't mean people that always put out news about how something a robbery is happening here and there of course we need to know these things but there are people that exhume negativity every single time of their lives we should try and stay away from people like that create your own space really so lastly i have shifting to an equality mentality this is very important and i put it last because the first thing with self-esteem is that people see themselves as not being enough they see themselves as being less than um, other people so when we shift our mentality to an equality mentality that yes i'm equal to this person i'm the same i'm not less this person is not bigger than me so to speak we set a template to work on in building our self-esteem so it is important that we as people we set that template down to be able to build on it we do not see ourselves as individuals that are lesser than other people now don't get me wrong i'm not saying we should pride ourselves in okay yes exaggerate our own abilities yes that is the phrase we should not exaggerate abilities you will know okay when it comes to this this person is better than me do you understand and we can learn from that person we can be better at that thing but we should not just enter into anywhere any room and just conclude in our minds that ah i think i'm the least competent person here i think i'm not even worthy to be in this room I don't think I'm worthy to be in the presence of this person. When we believe these things, they arm everything we are. They, they arm our self-confidence. They arm our esteem. And at some point, even when we get those prices, we believe that, oh, that I just got it by luck. I'm not competent enough. I'm not enough to even occupy this space. Do you understand? So it is important we take note of these things and if we put in the work we are going to be better wow that was very very long and very sharp very straightforward thank you very very much sir it's standing ovation for you <laughs> so concerning meditation to increase your self-confidence i read a blog i saw two examples on how to increase your self-confidence with meditation you know when you are being centered around yourself when it's just you when you're just alone there's some things you do and you feel like god am i getting mad but no there's there are things you do that like me now i don't know if it has really happened to someone before okay i'm alone and then i just not like i'm mad though. i just start talking to myself that okay if someone actually did did this to me how will i react so i'll keep dramatizing on how i will talk to the person or how i will address the issue and the other thing is when you have a deeper connection to yourself so according to that blog meditation can increase your self-confidence and 
I peeled some few things from what Mr. Adidayo said. He said we should set targets. That's like very, very important. We should create boundaries. And self-confidence is not like you're taking pride or exaggerating your abilities. Also, he said we should help someone. And if you are good at helping others, then definitely you can really, really help yourself. And then you can never be what you think you are not. Yes, exactly. You can never be what you think you are not. So thank you very much, Mr. Dayo. Yes, you can never be what you think you are not. So yeah, you're welcome. It's a really, really nice time talking on this podcast. And I hope everyone has had a nice time to listen. Thank you very much. Yes, sure. We had a very nice time. We can't thank you enough. Like, for heeding to our call is very, very important. Like, thank you so much. And um, if not because of the coronavirus now, we would have taken you out more. Don't worry. They see you do something about that. <laughs> all right. So today, that's the end of today's show. I hope you all have been enjoying our stay at home episodes. Don't worry. Things will get back to better. And meanwhile, just stay at home. If you don't have any business outside, that big. Just stay at home. Remember, the virus doesn't spread itself. People transmit it. Stay at home. Ensure you observe your personal hygiene. Wash your hands under running water for about 20 seconds. God bless you all. See you in the next episode. Bye. Appear like I just don't exist. I find a time machine to take me back when I was six. Maybe younger, either way, I guess the point of it would be to tell that little kid that he's gonna take a lot of hits. Yeah, I'll probably grab your hand and tell you life is hard. If you got questions or you need advice, and talk to God, cause he's the only one that listens, even when you think he isn't. Even good people are great at making bad decisions. Yeah.